Hello. Hello, Sarah. How are ya? I'm good. We are live. Well, this is our first podcast, uh, transcontinental, I guess. You know, it's it's crazy. We uh, we do one podcast and we get a whole bunch of listeners, and all of a sudden you're jet setting to LA. I know. I'm sorry. We uh, we're getting too big here. You promised you wouldn't let too. it get to your head. I know. We won't. We won't. But thank you to all our listeners. We hope to continue to entertain you with our Bachelor recaps. Yeah. And uh, apologize for getting the pot out so late. Uh, hopefully next week we'll be back on schedule with a uh, Tuesday morning release. Definitely. Definitely. Thank you to everyone for bearing with us. Um, but I will say this episode gave us a lot of good content to discuss. Well, I hope you're going to remind me because I pretty much forget everything. <laughs> Your memory is by far the worst, but I, have no fear all. I do remember it very clearly. Um, I pretty much just remember the podcast, or excuse me, the episode being dominated by Corinne. She is one character, and I think we can validate her serious mental and... I don't know, other issues that may be going on with her because she be cray. A colleague of mine forwarded a Kickstarter. It's a uh-huh. free Raquel Kickstarter. <laughs> so uh, maybe I'll post it on our Twitter, but it's it's a really worthwhile cause. Um, they're looking to raise 100K. Um, so far, they've raised about $115. Um, so only, only about like another, you know, 100,000 or so. Um, to go, and they're really just trying yeah, to liberate her. Yeah, we definitely support local charities. And I feel like this is like the perfect one for us. Yeah, we're behind it. Free Raquel. So she starts off the episode by skipping the rose ceremony, which <laughs> oh, classic! I don't think we've ever seen that to date in a Bachelor Bachelorette season. But I guess she has no regard for how this show actually works. Yeah, because part of me. Is like I would be exhausted, so I kind of understand Respect. why she's sleeping. Um, <laughs> but I actually, someone was talking about how um, this was obviously something the producers let her do, right? Because yeah, you know, you have all these producers who are around, who are your buddies or not your buddies, and you would expect them to wake you up, and they <laughs> yeah. they kind of just like let her sleep, and uh, obviously Nick was not too happy, but. Not unha- not unhappy enough to send her home. Yeah, I guess the whipped cream really got him before that. Um, <laughs> which, which in my eyes, was an epic fail on Corinne's part, but it did keep her around for another rose ceremony. So we started off the week with a group date, um, and this one was the one that featured the legendary Backstreet Boys. I mean, I feel like the second they walked into that house, it was like, a scrambling of high school girls who would have sex with them on a drop of a dime. Well, so I've been trying to think about the other musical groups who have been on The Bachelor. <laughs> and so yeah. this definitely is, I think, their highest profile cameo to date. To date. Um, you know, Soldier Boy obviously was, you know, <laughs> forever a really, re- you know, remarkable character on that show. Um <laughs> I often listen. Never forget. <laughs> he wrote the song "The Right Reasons," if I if I recall. 
Um, oh wow, you're going way back. Yeah, so it was. Um, so he was great, but and then usually it's just like it's country bands that we've never heard of that the contestants pretend that they've heard of, and they're like, "You brought blah blah blah." I love them. Yeah, we loved those dates. Um, and I will say, I mean, can we just talk about the Backstreet Boys for a sec? And I was really young. In the yeah, I, I, th- I feel like you were in the sweet spot of uh, of the Backstreet Boys. But, I mean, they're middle-aged men now. Um, Some of them look a bit scary. They all look a bit scary. I also didn't recognize, like, at least two of the members. Oh, I for sure did. But um, I was reminiscing about, you know, who were your your favorites in the boy bands. And um, Kevin was mine in Backstreet Boys, which says a lot, I think. (laughs) You're still in therapy his discussing face looked, it. His face looked plastered. Let's just say, no. Do you, do they all live in Los Angeles? Have you seen them around? Oh yeah, yeah. My LA spottings have been on point. Um, have you seen anyone? No, no, unfortunately. But I will say their performance at Planet Hollywood may have been the biggest of their career. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously they're like those iconic, you know, like LCD sound system at the Garden, their last show, you know, like that was a big deal. But I think the Planet Hollywood reunion for Backstreet Boys will be remembered in in a close second. Yes, for sure. Um, yeah, this group date, um, we saw Danielle emerge as a front runner. Um, and I will say also, you know, one of the things we like to comment on about when music groups join the Bachelor shows is how awkward it is for those one-on-one times when they get thrown up on stage for everybody to watch their intimate moments. And I think this was one of those. Yeah, it was super awkward. Um, I, so first of all, I think she's really good looking. Um, and how she can you not? And she's a good dancer. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, the the serenading is always super awkward, um, but they keep doing it, so kudos to them. Uh, I more or more or less just enjoyed this date because I love watching girls who are not good dancers, and I'll preface this by saying I'm, you know, I'm no Backstreet <laughs> Boy, but, but it, like, the, Corinne was so self-conscious, and she the camera work was just fantastic because you were able to see her just completely be offbeat, um, and she was freaking out. Yeah. Freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, Danielle definitely stole the show. Um, sorry for the girl. I can't remember her name who is by trade a professional dancer. Oh, you mean Jasmine G not to be confused with Jasmine B. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so Jasmine G is, is a professional or was a professional cheerleader. Um, she was a good dancer, but yeah, didn't make, didn't make the cut. Yeah. Um, not much to say about that. Uh, that group date, um, but I uh, I was really excited about the second um, date, which was the one on one. Yes, with our front runner Vanessa. Yeah, have a hot take on Vanessa. <laughs> Think she might have too much to say. Oh wow, interesting. So, in, a, in a good way or a bad way? Okay, so so in a bad way. But before we get to that, um, the date was great. It was everything we've ever wanted for Nick in the sense that he just. <laughs> falls in love at the drop of a hat um and it looked like they were they were a legit couple for a little bit oh for sure and i think we said it was kind of too good too soon you know we expect these raw moments 
tears being shed closer to the end, but Nick did not waste any time. I love how he said his favorite moment was helping her when she threw up. Of course, that would be anyone's favorite moment. What do you mean? (sighs) He's just... It was actually a cool activity that they did. Um, I think I would probably throw up as well, um, but I would actually want to try that. Yeah, my favorite part was the making out after she threw up. Yeah. (sighs) That's real love. That's real love, Harrison. I guess so. Um, So they had this, like, fantastic date. um, Mm -hmm. And then, and he says, like, I don't know, he was just, he was giving a lot of, he was giving a lot, which, you know, is obviously, like, a, usually a big no-no for The Bachelor. Like, you want to hold the cards pretty close to your chest. Um, exactly. But he's really, like, letting her know that he is, like, hot on her. Um, yeah. And then, not to get too far ahead of us, but at the end of the episode when um, Corinne bring, <laughs> brings uh, our Bachelor out to the bouncy castle um, and the girls start bad-mouthing her, she gets in on it. And that's right. just, like, my biggest pet peeve. It's like, don't get down in the mud. You know, uh, yep. you know, I, she just seems like kind of petty doing it. And then she like is pretty aggressive, I thought, actually. No, she was pretty aggressive. But, um, you know, I think in this game, there's always somebody who feels like they stay true to who they are. And I feel like she's the one this season who just doesn't put up with shit like this is her real life and um you know she's not here for the games well then she's gonna get sent home (laughs) (laughs) but is she you don't want to be like the naggy girl and like i realize this isn't like a very feminist take of mine but we're trying to win the bachelor here so um, you know uh i mean we'll we'll see how it shakes out for her again we ended an episode with no rose ceremony and what is this i really don't appreciate it we don't. We don't. Um, okay, but yes, Vanessa's date, on point. Obviously see the connection there. Tears were shed. We felt it. Um, I, I felt th- it, yeah. Then, yeah, then we had our next group date. So um, this was the athletic competition. Yes, and we find out that Nick was a previous track star. He would run track. <laughs> exactly. I feel like that says exactly. just about everything about him. Yeah, yeah, we learned something new. So they brought in three former Olympians, um, one of which I knew their name, the other two I did not. Um, (laughs) But Carl Lewis actually is a pretty good get, you know. uh, I mean, me being also an ex-track star. Oh, yeah? uh, I'm very familiar with the industry. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, So in that date, um, I think the biggest takeaway were Astrid's boobs. I mean, I knew it. The whole time I watched it, all I could think about was you. So, you know, been a big fan of Astrid for a while, you know. Um, but <laughs> The past three weeks. The past three weeks. Uh, but, you know, her performance this week. Um, <laughs> on point. Was on point. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. Um, we saw some, you know, people who haven't gotten a lot of airtime, but... Rachel, who got the first impression, Rose, was back, and I think he's really interested in her. Uh, which one is this that, that got the first impression, Rose? The lawyer. Her name's Rachel, right? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, Rachel did. Um, yeah, it was, it was, she was good. I mean, these group dates are just a little overwhelming for me. As, as <laughs> we saw with Dom, um, I think this is what... All right, we're back. Little technical difficulties. 
Apologies, all. Um, so, yeah, we were just getting into Dom. I thought we were talking I about think, Astrid's boobs. Oh, we, I mean, if you want to continue talking about the boobs, we can. Well, I actually do have a question. Yes. What's her solution there? Is it – do they make bra – like sports bras that are have more support? Is it a double sports bra? Yeah. I mean she wore probably like a yoga bra. Got it. Which has minimal support since you're not doing running, jumping, all those activities. So yes, if Astrid was prepared, she would have worn a more supportive bra. Got it. So there's they, they differ based on like the activity. Exactly. Got it. Okay, now that we got that cleared up, um, what were you saying about Dom? Dom, yeah. So, I mean, we see this every season. You know, the one person who feels like they're overlooked, they try to control their emotions, they can't. Um, And this was the case with Dom, who, you know, previously wasn't in the running, but didn't feel like she got the time she deserved with Nick and felt that she needed to say something. I do appreciate um, that he, like JoJo, um, just kind of sends people home when, uh, when, whenever they want. Yes. Um, she clearly was just, you know, not. I don't know. She she kind of went about it the wrong way, right? Like she was kind of mad at him. Um, yeah. And that's not that's no way to win the game. Exactly, and I think in all Bachelor seasons, we've always advised to just never go that route. It never ends well. Um, didn't see a tremendous amount of our friend Lacey this week. Um, I feel like she, her, her, like her role this season is really just to be like Corinne's confidant. Um, um Harrison, she's gone. Wait, what? She got off. Wait, the end of what episode? She got off in that first rose ceremony. BS. Yes. Oh my God. That's so sad. You didn't even notice. Poor Lacey. Poor one out for Lacey. I know. I mean, she's back in New York kicking it as a single gal, so... Should we get her on the pod? Oh, my God. Definitely. Lacey, we're coming for you. We're going to reach out to the uh, Syracuse Orange Network and uh, get you get you in the in the booth. Yeah, for sure. And by booth, I mean, need you. I mean the sad conference room we record out of. <laughs> it's not sad. It's not sad. Um, okay, and then, so the end of the episode, just to wrap things up, we had a pool party. A pool party! Yay! Pool party. Yeah. Um, everyone looked pretty good. Um, but, you know, it all comes back to Corinne. Um, who and what are these producers? I mean, they're just giving her free reign. Like, I want a jumpy castle. Get me a jumpy castle. Yeah. I mean, they've become her Ra- Raquel. They just do whatever she asks. Um, <laughs> so true. So my whole thing with her is... So, again, just to, not to rehash, but I, I like the villains when they play the game right. Yeah. She is just really undisciplined, and uh, it's just going way too hard. Um, I don't know. She – in fact, you know, I, was, I find her – I used to find her very attractive. Less yeah. so now. Just seems a little desperate. Um, I agree, and I just – I mean, as the episodes go on and she has more time with him, I mean – there is no conversation. There is no substance whatsoever. So, um, you know, I'm sure Nick is a little horny kid who likes to play around with Corinne, but I don't think it can really amount to anything if if the only things they say to each other are, I like you. No, she wants to do something special for him. Yeah, special. She feels so secure with him. So, 
I feel like that's what they're teasing, though, right? Is yeah. the inevitability of them hooking up um, or him going too far. I would imagine it's with her. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, at this point, it can't be anybody else. But you never know with Bachelor. Never know. All right, Sarah, I'm going to let you get back to uh, your thing in L.A. Um, when do you get back, by the way? I am back Saturday, so just in time for some good old-fashioned football, which we also are fans of. That's right. All right, well, we will. Uh, I will see you, Sarah, uh, Tuesday morning, and yeah. uh, we will be back on the pod. Thanks for everyone tuning yeah. in. Thank you.